in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. Uh, joining me as he usually does, the legend himself. He is El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, señor. ¿Cómo está? Uh, a CSE? No, actually, I'm muy, I'm, 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 I'm muy, I'm muy bueno. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. It's, Wait, it's all good. I can make it better. I brought you something. You brought me Twinkies? I, I did. How did you guess? Because I'm still craving Twinkies. I have a whole box here just for you. Here, wait. It's under the desk. Here, here, here they are. Here you go. Look, a whole fresh box. Oh, and, yeah. they're, and they're Mexican Twinkies, so they're made with real sugar. Woohoo! All right. Well, I'm going to open one of these puppies right now. Hold on a second. Mmm. 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 Spongy. Good Who loves you? Mmm. You know, these things can sit for a thousand years and not get stale. I don't know that I want to test that theory. I don't think. You know who could test that theory? I know, I know a couple of people that could test that theory, but I, I, I won't be around to find out what the answer is. Yeah, true, true. We'll just assume it's true. It sounds good. Alright. Are we echoing? There's people saying we're echoing. Uh I don't hear an echo. Okay. Okay, good. I don't hear an echo either. Hello? Hello? No. no. Anyways. Alright. So to start out the evening, I have the early rankings. I have given them to Elvacant. Elvacant, would you like to uh read off the the rankings thus far for this rankings period? I mean I guess I could do that. Start off the night that way. All right, so here we are. This is uh, just halfway through, five out of ten, right? So I don't have to explain this every week, right? You all understand when I say hey, five out of ten, it's halfway. There's been there's five more matches. You all, you all haven't been hitting the head too many times, right? You all get it? Good. All right, so we'll start at the start. In 25th place, we have the RWL's Hell Clown himself and soon-to-be Hall of Famer, Aggie. In 24th place, we have Uncle Frank. In 23rd place, we have also soon to be a Hall of Famer, Lady Vex. In 22nd place, we have Kane the Governor. It, oh, look at this. In 21st place, we have one of our newest people, the Belt Collector. Congratulations, though. In 20th place, we have Rattlesnake Ron. In 19th place, we have the most aptly named man in the entire company, the unsettled Chris Cage. In 18th place, we have everyone's favorite mutant, Nightcrawler. In 17th place, we have the Brick City Bard, Liam O'Shaughnessy. 
in 16th place, we have the notorious Baby M, or as you know, you might know him, the Paragon of Greatness. In 15th place, we have the Marquis de Sade. In 14th place, we have Hachachaz. In 13th place, we have another person going into the Hall of Fame very shortly. Hobo Ezekiel, clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. All right, here we go. In 12th place, we have, oh, look at that, Texas favorite uh, ranger over there, uh, Redneck Avenger. And then we have in 11th place, we have the rider, Johnny Blaze. In 10th place, we have our current Midnight Hobo champion. Hola, Maeve, I see you out there. See you in a little bit, I'm sure. In 9th place, we have our Triple Crown champion, Knox Boogie. In eighth place, we have oh, a, guy, a gentleman we haven't seen on this list in a while, but now that he's back in the company, he's making himself known immediately. Big Greg. In seventh place, we have Killer Neptune. In sixth place, we have our current World Men Supreme Fighter Ultimate Gauntlet Champion, the Immortal Griffith. In fifth place, we have our new fashion icon, the Teflon Sheik. In fourth place, we have Tigress. In third place, we have our current Platinum Dragon and Superstars Champion, Mithras. In second place, we have these. And in first place, oh, look at this. The current Fubar City Champion and the current number one contender for the World Championship, simply the best. Yes, indeed. That is your rankings halfway through this ranking period. And right now, simply the best is on quite a roll. Uh, El Vacant. He went undefeated in the last rankings period. He's so far undefeated in this one. And if I'm not mistaken, he won the last two two or three matches of the rankings before that. So he's on uh, quite a roll as far as rankings matches go, including the big win for the Fubar City Championship at Immortal 8. But next week at anniversary, he faces his toughest challenge yet for the World Heavyweight Championship. He challenges the immortal Griffith. They say I'm breaking up. Little bit. Well, hopefully that's a little better. I've adjusted. All right. Well, hopefully that's. But yes, probably the best right now on there. He's right now on on pace to become number one. Uh, but these is not that far behind. So, and yes, as you mentioned, Big Greg and his return to RAWF making some waves as well. And the belt collector making his debut uh, in the RAWF 25. So, for some new names, the writer Johnny Blade, I don't believe we've ever read him that high in the rankings before. So, uh, good for him. And yeah, it should be an Interesting. It's already starting to shape out like a very interesting period, to say the least. All right, let's get to some GM reports here real quick. Let me get to you, get you uh, from Raven, the 32 to 1 report. She wants to apologize uh, for not having a season for this period. She took a break, uh, but she is returning, and the new season is in signups, uh, 30 for the world tour and uh, she has decided to shake the division up. She has discussed this with me and others in the management. So from now, 
Now on, no longer will the 32 to 1 be only FBW rules. Uh, if this is going to, ha- this is how it's going to go. Week one, normal match. Week two, FBW rules. Week three, hardcore match. And week four, no bag of tricks. Week five, cage match. So that's how she's doing it uh, for the 32 to 1 challenge. So many signups started just a few hours ago. I see a lot of people have already signed up. If you haven't, go to the 32 to 1 link in on the RAWF main page. Yes. Did she mention what rules the title would be fought for? I'm not sure, and don't quote me on this, and, and i tell you the truth, but I believe it may be the champion's choice, but don't quote me on that. I will have to uh, – I will uh, get back with you on that as soon as I can, all right? So your answer is please hold. <laughs> please hold. Our next available GS is available. All right. Uh, with that being said, here is your tag team report from Unstoppable. Tags report. The top five tag teams after four or six rounds are in first place, Swords and Scimitars, the Teflon Sheik and Claymore. In second are the current tag team champions, Dees and Tigress. In third, Hawkster and Mithras, which is Hawkster and Mithras. In fourth place, Friendly Fire, Lady Vets and Mabel Hare. And in fifth place, the Opaque Brotherhood, Uncle Frank and Killer Neptune. The next season of Tags is now open for signups. Links can be found in the RAWF network on the main page or in the current season's tag scene. Signups will close May 30th after the pay-per-view radio show. So you all have eight days to sign up. All right. Tried it. Just checking on my cord real quick. All right. Hopefully. All right. Well, hopefully this hopefully will either clear up or it won't be a huge deal with my breaking up. But uh, anywho, let's now turn to our ultimate gauntlet GM. He. <laughs> What, what what is it? Uh, oh, oh, the notorious baby, the notorious a- baby a.k.a. Ever? this guy. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalkline, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger. Blast I ain't never give a shit All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block And I'm baptizing blood of the ball And keep it G Go and have your family slam Fuck around, beat it that kind of ground Big dog way off the counter Don't bother with the can Can't keep me like the way I need my face Going six feet deep Where the dead man sleep With the rat that creep And my flesh for free And I make it still sleep Out of open wounds Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Uh, it's going to be another one of those days, huh? All right. We got ourselves an ultimate gauntlet report. Um, a little bit ago, we had ourselves a very strange occurrence where we just had one after another after another 
people failing on the gauntlet after one victory, well, we've got ourselves a brand new pattern. It's no longer a loss after one, it's a loss after two. We had ourselves a run from Nightcrawler who beat Mark Caliber, and then he beat the Mancunian Maniac. However, or no, he did not, he lost to the Mancunian Maniac. He beat somebody before Mark Caliber, but the Mancunian Maniac beat Nightcrawler. Then the Mancunian Maniac beat another person before losing to Slashy, who of course, beat the Mancunian Maniac there. He beat another person before losing to Tiggs, who has now beaten simply the best and is going on against Zyberlinx. If she fails to win this match and goes on to a second loss, we will have been five consecutive people losing at two after six consecutive people losing at one. We've got ourselves a very strange pattern going on here in the Ultimate Gauntlet. Uh, also, other things that are happening. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't anyway, mean to interrupt, uh, but you had more to say? Oh, absolutely not. I was just kind of filling filling some spots. Because Try, uh, trying to build that air because apparently we lost the boss man? Oh, yeah, we lost the boss man. It, you know, it turns out uh, he got up against his second opponent in the Ultimate Gauntlet. Yeah. He was defeated. Uh, he's unable to get back in to... to his position, he'll have to go back to the end of the Ultimate <laughs> Gauntlet line. Oh, wait, does that mean it's my turn in the Gauntlet? You know what, Elvacan? I, I feel like you were the first Ultimate Gauntlet champion. Everybody knows this. The second it was yeah. created, Elvacan swoops in, takes that championship. It's it's one of the classic things that you do. I would love to see Elvacan take another run at that Gauntlet. Well, maybe I'll sign up. Could be fun. I, I have to admit, I do I do love throwing those like you know those big leg drops off the top rope at people. They never see it coming. I do have to talk to you because you, you're like you you do the hurricane run, and I haven't figured quite how to do that. You know, like on our site, so like I've talked to you about how how to do that. Well, you know. It's one of those things. I, I, it's called the Paracantrana because I'm a big fat guy. I can't do it very well. It's pretty embarrassing, but you know me, uh, the old notorious baby M. He's he's gonna get it done. <laughs> I see what you did there. So, uh, hmm, what else should we talk about? Because uh, we, we sort of lost the guy who conducts the train over there. Um, hmm. What else should we talk about? Uh, had any interesting matches at this period? Anything you want to talk about? Any, any, any you know, any anyone you want to put over? I know you like doing that. Can you hear me now? Oh, there he is. Look, yay. Hey, look, here's a professional that will be able to save us from the sinking ship that we were on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well. Ah, I Welcome apologize back, for that, folks. Thank you. Unfortunately, I, I'm hearing an echo now, but oh well. I'll live with it. All right, so what did I miss? Uh, us flounder. You missed absolutely nothing about a guy named Baby M. <laughs> I wanted to hear that story. Oh, well. All right, well, at any rate. Uh, thank you, Paragon, for appreciate the report. 
Uh, and that, I think that finishes off our reports, GM reports for the evening. All right. Uh, so we now turn to talking about Radiversary next week, starting next Saturday and Sunday. Hall of Fame inductions will be happening both nights. Next week here on After Hours, we have a couple inductions scheduled. And then again on the pay-per-view show on Sunday, there will also be a couple then. So it will, it will be a Hall of Fame weekend here on Back to Basics Radio. But Radiversary also... A lot of matches going on, a lot of stuff happening, including the main event, the World Heavyweight Championship, the Immortal Griffith defending against Simply the Best. And that is going to be one hell of a, show, hell of a match, I have a feeling. Because as I said, STB right now is the hottest wrestler in RAWF, and of course the Immortal Griffith right now uh, is on top of the mountain here in RAWF. It is a clash of titans that will happen at Radiversary. Uh, El Vacant, your thoughts on the Immortal Griffith and STB for the World Heavyweight Championship? I think it's going to be a hell of a match. Look, I mean, like I've given him a little crap about the name, but apparently, you know, he's he's damned uh, damned set to prove me wrong and just show that he earns that name. So uh, this ought to be interesting. You got you got the guy with the most egotistical name in existence versus the guy with the biggest ego in existence. Going to be in one ring at one time. This this, this ought to be amusing at very least. I agree. It should be a hell of a match. Uh, And we will talk with the Immortal Griffith about the challenge of STB here in a little while. Mithras will defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against DW. Uh, Luke Cage, the Hell Machine, as he's known now, will defend the national title against Tigress. Uh, Estrogen Championship will be Wildfire defending against the Cougar, the Hall of Famer, the most uh, decorated estrogen champion in RAWF history. STB scheduled to defend the FUBAR City Championship against the self-proclaimed mayor of FUBAR City, B. Midnight Hobo Championship. It'll be Maeve defending against Maeve O'Hare defending against Hobo Ezekiel. Triple Crown Championship, Knox Boogie defends that against his par- good friend Paragon of Greatness and fellow RAWF Hall of Famers, Dev. Multimedia Championship, it'll be Cassie Joe versus Slashy. Papa Shaker defends the Powerball Championship against STB, so it's going to be a big night for Simply the Best. Uh, Hatfield and McCoy Championship. It will be Beast defending against Maeve O'Hare. Those two got quite the rivalry going on here since uh, last fall. They face once again for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship. Then on to other matches. Vending Machine of Pain. It will be Liam O'Shaughnessy versus the Lord of Pain, uh, Mike D'Annunzio. We have a Million Coin Match Challenge. It will be the Teflon Sheik taking on Moxie, both of them putting in half a million. The winner walks away with double their coins. It's a Million Coin Challenge, Teflon Sheik and Moxie. Pandora's Box of Fun Match. Paragon will remember this one from last year's Immortal, uh, featuring himself and Marcus, Mark Caliber, Marcus Caliber. But this time, Marcus Caliber... Going at it at Radiversary against Chris Sharpestein. And then a Hell's Frozen Overmatch. 
it will be Aggie taking on his former friend, the Hawkster Bully. Aggie, of Hawkster, has left Cosa Nostra uh, too much to Aggie's dismay. He did not like taking orders and doing some of the things Aggie wanted him to do. So, that's what we've got lined up thus far. Paragon? Uh, yes? Have you heard from Killa... Because, you know, he only has like a week left to decide his opponent uh, for Radiversary. Have you heard... Has he made any mention to you what who he might be choosing as an opponent? This is what he's told me. And I cannot... Okay, wait a minute, Amadeus. Can you oh, hear me? Oh, yes. Yes. Sorry, 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 sorry to interrupt, Mr. Paragon, but Amadeus, any questions you have to deal with Killer Neptune, you will be done with me. As I said, I've taken over Killer Neptune's training rituals and everything, and he he, he works for me now. He is employed by Judgment Jazz Squire Incorporations. So you don't need to Are ask you... Paragon anything about the Killer Neptune because Killer Neptune. Works for me now. I hope you haven't taught him how to unmute a mic. I, I haven't taught him how to unmute a mic. Okay. Just, but, so, now, okay. I understand you had a question about Killer Neptune. Well, yeah, because we're only a week out, and usually by now Killer Neptune's made a decision about who he's uh, defending the Champion's Choice Championship against, and haven't, or at least uh, started a scene to get people go, you know. You know, she's making people pick their favorite colors or their favorite beach activities or something, and he, he hasn't said anything, Judge. What What's going on? That's because we have already chosen the victim. Oh, okay. Yeah. It'd be nice if I knew who that was, considering… Oh, it's someone who, who, who Killer Neptune says deserves a shot and and… He wants to challenge this person because he thinks this person deserves a chance. And that person is Lord Amadeus, you. Uh, I'm sorry, what? He wants to challenge you. Me? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. I mean, I am but, a former... 
Sure, why not? Former champion, you're a former champion, and you are the CEO, (laughs) so this is going to be a totally different. See, instead of this just being a champion's choice title match, this is a judgment rules champion's choice title match. This is a what? Judgment rules champion's choice title match. Okay, I'm not drinking spermicide. No, you're not going to drink spermicide. And actually, you're going to love this rule because here, here, here's, 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 here's the rule for the champion's choice title match that you would be facing against, against him. And I'm going to leave it very, very simple. Amadeus, you get to use every move that you have in your arsenal. Wow, okay. That's, every move. That's, that's cool. I like Congratulations. that. Every move. Thank you. I like but that. The only thing is the second move in every move set that you make must be a backhand chop. Woo. Okay. No defenses allowed on your behalf. Right. I do, no defense, no bag. I assume that much. But, so, okay, but, but, but Killer gets to do <laughs> anything that he has in his defense. But I can and use bag any abuse. move I want. Except for the second move of every set, my second move must be a backhand chop, and I can't use defense, and I can't use bag, correct? You cannot use defense. You cannot use bag. Yes, and Killer can use the defense, and he can use whatever he has. Okay. Hey, uh, I think I'm better off than a lot of the people that's gotten a shot at this idol in recent times. So, okay. I can do that. Hell. I mean, of course, that whole defense thing is, but, you know, it is what Champion's Choice is all about. After all, that's why you created the title. So a very good title, and I think this is a very, very good chance, sir, for you to come out with a few moves against him. Yeah, I, 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 I may get I may have a shot at this. We will see. All right. Well, Thank tell Killa, thank you for the shot opportunity. I appreciate it. And uh, opportunity so, shot chance. Yes, you have a chance. So it will be Killa Neptune defending the Champions Choice Championship against myself, Lord Amadeus, at Radiversary on our eighth anniversary. Uh, all right, thanks, Judge. Are you done interrupting people now? I, I am not interrupting people. I, I simply I mean, just made my appearance. I mean, how? Of all people, for you to interrupt the notorious Baby M, I, I the notorious what? Baby the, M. The notorious Baby M. Yes, I understand, and I understand Baby M. You're welcome to go back to your crying or whimpering or whining or whatever it is you're doing to yourself. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you, Judge. Wow, that was. Because hold I on, didn't... I got one more thing to say before I leave. I know it is, and okay. I want you, I want you to get it. Because, see, baby M, I want you to go ahead and get all your crying out that you're going to do right now. Because, whenever Killer gets a hold of you in the ring for that world title, he's going to come up and he's going to look at you and he's going to say, "I beat you, one, two, three. and that's what's going to happen. How? He's not... <laughs> yes, that's what's going to happen. Amadeus, don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me when I'm talking, Amadeus. Don't, 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 don't do that. I don't interrupt people. I don't interrupt people. You ever see me come out here and interrupt people? No, I haven't interrupt people at all. No, never. He's gonna he's he's gonna enjoy looking down at you and just <clears throat> enjoying having that title. Enjoy it while you can because you won't have it much longer. 
No, Amadeus, you may continue with your show. Are you sure? You're welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Constantly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was judgment. That was interesting. Um, Paragon, you did Killa say anything to you about this? Well, seems a bit redundant at this point after Judge interrupted me twice. Killa wanted me to relay the message that he has not left the Opaque Brotherhood in order to join Judgment's uh, group. These are not mutually exclusive situations. He is he's still part of the Opaque Brotherhood. He is part of Judgment's collective. And beyond that point, you are to address Judgment for any further inquiries rather than Paragon of Greatness. Okay, fine. Well, I won't ask you any more about Killa Neptune. I'll talk to you about Knox Boogie instead. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there, sir. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the match at Radiversary here in just a few moments. But first, Knox Boogie with a bit of a resurgence here in uh, the last couple of months. We had for for a while he was very quiet for a fellow, for a former world champion and a RAWF Hall of Famer, but all of a sudden he's jumped back into the spotlight. He's the Triple Crown champion for a record third time, and he is right now wrestling some of the best matches I've seen him wrestle in a while. What is with Knox Boogie's resurgence? What did did that pep talk you gave them a couple months ago have anything to do with it? Well, I do think that it has something to do with it, but uh, maybe not for the reasons that one might think. Uh, I'm not entirely certain that this um, situation where I tried to rally the Opaque Brotherhood, tried to get their heads back into the game, let them not be complacent anymore, uh, necessarily played out in a way of of motivating the troops, so to say, to, to get them back on track. Uh, as I thought, it was more of a situation of, the Opaque Brotherhood has always been four equal parts. I know that I've, I've in a lot of ways, been the figurehead of the, at least here in RIWF, of the Opaque Brotherhood. I, I am the one that appears on the radio show. I frequently answer a lot of the questions for the group, but I think that they kind of saw this situation and saw that it was perceived as, as like, boss man yelling at, at the underlings telling them that they need to get their shit together. And I think that that's kind of what motivated them. They, they want to remind the world that the opaque brotherhood isn't a stable that is Paragon and his three friends. It is four hall of famers who have earned that right on their own single merit. And they want to show everybody this, you know, this isn't leader and followers. This is, Evolution, you know, this is the four horsemen. This, this is four people who are top-level stars in any company in the world by themselves, and they want to kind of cleanse that perception that maybe um, was kind of falsely put out there into the world by that situation. Well, we now talk, have to talk about what's going to happen at Radiversary because. 
Knox Boogie will be defending that Triple Crown Championship against two other Hall of Famers, one of them being Dev the, and, and the other one being you. So talk to me about what the Triple Crown Championship means to you, and are you willing to take that away from your good friend Knox Boogie? It's a really interesting divergent path in my brain. Uh, in one way, the Triple Crown Championship means a great deal to me. Uh, back in my first year in RAWF, I think that I really first made my name in this company as a Triple Crown Champion. Uh, longstanding feud. Uh, I, I feel like at the time, I had done a great deal to try to elevate that championship, make that championship my own, and I think that in a lot of ways, off of the back of that title run is where I got launched into the main event of RAWF. There's a nostalgic factor, a historical factor, and a value that could never be taken away from holding any championship in RAWF. On the other side of that coin, we have my brother Knox Boogie. Uh, as you said, he's been spending a lot of time in the shadows. He'd, he's kind of lacked the motivation to step forward. And to give him this opportunity at a big-time spotlight and then take it away so quickly could be very demoralizing to somebody like Knox Boogie. But here's the thing. I cannot look at it as any kind of foregone conclusion because Knox Boogie, believe it or not, has beaten me a vast majority of the times when the two of us face off there. There's a psychology to the way that Knox Boogie wrestles and an intelligence that can match any level of strategy that anyone's going to bring to them, and it's going to be incredibly difficult to wrestle this away from Knox Boogie. I'm not going to say that there's a situation where perhaps the two of us boil over and this allows the third party to win. Dev, a Hall of Famer, obviously a very talented, could win this match, but if Dev's going to win this match, it will be on talent, not on distraction. We're going into this match. We're not going to play the faction game. We're not going to try to stack the odds so that the Opaque Brotherhood takes home this championship. We're going to compete to the best of our abilities, and the best competitor will walk out with that championship. So there won't be any there won't be any uh you're saying you're going to be going full force for that title it doesn't matter that Knox Boogie is the champion it doesn't okay all right fair enough uh with that being said Paragon anything you would like to address you know it's very weird LA uh I'm, I'm kind of trying to ignore this um judgment kill a Neptune thing try to keep my head out of it killer wants to do what he's got to do to try to win that championship uh, and all credit to him. If, if you want to take desperate measures, go to it. Just remember, you know, fool me once. But other than that, I, I actually don't really have a lot going on. It's, it's a really strange and liberating feeling. Uh, going into Immortal this year, I spent an entire year feuding with Claymore directly. Before that, Immortal last year, I spent almost six months building into the Pandora's Box of Fun match with Mark Caliber. It's been almost a year and a half since I've had a wide open, clear path ahead of me. I've got no distractions. It's time to, you know, 
finally be able to focus on myself, move what I need to do forward, and that's what I'm going to do here in RAWF. That's that's the main thing that I'm trying to get across for for at least the short term here. It's time for a bit of a reset for Paragon of Greatness. It's time for me to finally clear my head out, focus, get back on track. Uh, I'd love to see where I can go without an albatross dragging me down for almost a year and a half now. All right. It definitely, definitely the sky's the limit for the Paragon of Greatness. We'll see where it takes him. Uh, Tomorrow's Superstars comes to you, everybody, from the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. The main event will be Mithras defending the Superstars title against Uber Vegan TPO. But, Paragon, you have to have a match tomorrow as well. Would you like to spin the wheel and see who your opponent tomorrow will be? Oh, you know I would, L.A. All right, let's do it. Paragon of Greatness to take on Big Greg tomorrow on Superstars. That ought to be a good matchup. Both yeah, of tell, you in the... Tell you what, Big Greg, uh, he took a bit of an absence here from RAWF and has just now come back, but before that absence, Greg was on a huge roll. I, I don't know if a lot of people remember this. Greg defeated Mithras the title machine for the Midnight Hobo Championship. So this is, this is a very tough opponent. Indeed. And Big Greg does seem... Uh, getting quickly getting back to his winning ways after the the long um, break. So, yeah, should be a good match. Big Greg versus the Paragon of Greatness tomorrow in Columbus. Thank you, Paragon. Elvacan, any last questions for Paragon? No, I think you covered it. You sure? All right. Well, sure. Actually, Thank can you. you. I have a question. Can Can the notorious baby M, you know, drop us some hot lyrics? That would be awesome. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, no I'll tell you what, the notorious, the notorious baby ends a little bit out of out of practice. Um, I, I could try to freestyle something, but it's going to be terrible. <laughs> All right. How about this? Can you have something ready for us by next week? Oh, I I can do that, but I you know that that's that's much better. I was about to crap out something real embarrassing, so. Oh, then let's do that. Why do I talk? All right. <clears throat> it's the P to the O to the G, you see. Unlike John Cena, you can see me. Because I want you to witness, I fight with the quickness, flying from the top rope, hitting Ronas with the slickness, the sickness that comes when you hit the mat. Dizzy out your mind, get the baseball bat, because you need someone like Sting if you want to come at me. I'm going to hit you with a brush with greatness for the one, two, three. That was pretty, pretty, pretty good. For, talk, talk, about a, talk about rapping under pressure. All right. Thanks, Paragon. That was quite embarrassing, but uh, thank you. Thank you for having me be very embarrassed today. Well, I mean, right. don't blame us. Blame Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon. She started the whole thing ever. She did. Sure, we blame her. Uh, all right, all right. Oh, I've, I've wasted enough of everybody's time. People are interested <laughs> to hear what other people are talking about. So let's let's get some people that have interesting things to say on the show. All right, thank you, Paragon. 
<laughs> oh shit. Uh we give him we give him a lot we give him a lot of grief, but he is uh one of one of the best paragon of greatness. All right, so L vacant, a couple things we need to talk about. First of all, uh Cosa Nostra, which is headed by Aggie, who will be going to the Hall of Fame a week from the night. But they've kind of done a little changeover. They've dropped the Hawkster from their roster and added a new person this past week. And we now get to hear from three of their members tonight. Uh, so let's listen in this from Cosa Nostra. The following announcement has been paid for by Cosa Nostra. Hello, IWF. <laughs> It is I, Ag. It is we, Costa Nostra. <laughs> and you see, we are in a predicament because my venom attack did not just bring the downfall of a hero. It did not just shatter his mind. It did not just create a turmoil so deep that there is no coming back. That is only a tip of the iceberg. You see, between my venom attack crushing that iron armor, that muscle, that strength, that is Luke Cage, and Moxie whispering sweet nothings in his ear. <laughs> We've created Hell Machine. And with Hell Machine, with the delusion that he so deeply believes. <laughs> We've created my best friend. And that, R-A-W-F, that means I, Aggie, R-A-W-F's Clown Prince of Hell, <laughs> am also the ultimate manipulator. Aren't I? Let me introduce you to everyone else. <laughs> Which holds more power? A whisper or a shout? It depends on the whisperer, I suppose. But it was a whisper that told me that I would defeat the last of the old gods and become the national champion and then it happened it was a whisper that told me that I would change the trajectory of hotshot Chaz and then it happened and now a whisper tells me that to help my friend Aki in Costa Nostra my brother my best friend that I would have to tame a tiger to continue to be the national champion. Now from what I hear in the whispers, tigers can be a little crazy, a bit bizarre, and very unpredictable. But Luke is not afraid of felines. Even the imbalanced ones. So if the whispers are correct, and I must tame a tiger to stay national champion, then so be it. 
because I have a crew of loyal friends beside me now. Aggie, my best friend. Moxie, who whispers encouragement in my ear. And a brother in arms, whom I trust with my life, has come to stand beside me once again and join the fight. You're uh, you're done. You're good. I mean, well, on the teleprompter it says Papa Shaker at the end of your thing. So I was waiting for you to say it. No. Okay. Hey, did you always talk that way? And I just like never noticed. You know, all slow and methodical and precise and stuff. Because it's mesmerizing and creepy and intimidating. But you know, I like it. So, anyway, if you all haven't gotten the vibe by now that you're not safe, I don't know what I can say that'll make it any clearer than Aggie and Luke already have. There's a history of destruction in each member on this crew, and a future of domination by this team, by those of us here, and those yet to be named. I've been known to say it, and here you can hear me say it again. In this business, nobody cares what you did yesterday, last week, three months ago, five years ago. All that matters here and now is what you do next. I can tell you about years of history of fighting against and beside this hell machine, laying it all on the line for months on end, night after night. But the history only built the bond. What matters is today, reuniting in this team, the Cosa Nostra family. Common bonds, common past, and common goals. Live defensively, people. Pay attention. Even what isn't about you, oh, it's most certainly about you. Take heed and lock up your gold. The family isn't coming for you. We're coming for us. Long live Cosa Nostra. Senia, La Mia, Prole. Cosa Nostra looks, sounds like they're ready to make a lot of noise. They already technically have. Uh, right now, they are in control of the National and Powerball Championships. And, who, and of course, they got a member going into the Hall of Fame one week from the night in Aggie who, by the way, will be inducted by myself and Judge. Uh, he has asked us to induct him next week, and we so that will happen one week from tonight, as well as Apex will go into the REWF Hall of Fame one week from tonight, inducted by the Paragon of Greatness. All right. Whew. So any, anything interesting you took out of that whole Cosa Nostra uh, verbiage there? El vacant. Uh, I mean, I, it's hard for me to say because you know, look, I've seen I've seen factions come and go. I've seen them form and fall apart, you know, faster than some people change their wrestling boots around here. So, you know, look, it it, it looks like it could be a, a fairly formidable uh, group coming together. You know, now especially pulling in people like Luke and Shaker. 
uh, you know, and apparently they're saying they got, you know, some, some behind the scenes thing going on. Um, you know, I guess time will tell. And of course that group also includes Aggie's wife, Moxie, and who is a uh, pretty tough, <clears throat> tough lady in her own right. So. And she has lollipops. Don't forget the lollipops. And, uh, yeah, she, she will be taking on the Teflon Sheik at Radiversary in a million coin challenge, each of them putting up half a million coins. And Sheik's, Sheik's, Sheik's got this little thing going now. He'll offer people – he's offering people money to turn away from their match against him, their rankings match or whatnot. I haven't seen anyone take him up on that offer as of yet. But how do you feel about uh, possibly him buying some wins in RAWF? I can't imagine anyone saying yes to that. Nah, I can't either. Like, because like, look, I mean, in the Indies, he probably could have gotten away with that. I'm sure people would go, but like, but but this is this is the, the this is the mountaintop. Like, if you get to RWF, you are at the top of the top in this industry. Everybody here is doing everything they can to win every match they possibly can. No one is just going to take a payday, and not even a particularly good one for that matter, uh, to take a loss. Like, it's just not going to happen. You, you would think. You would think. Absolutely. Um, but we will see. We will see. Sheik's, but Sheik got putting up a half a million coins on the line against Moxie at Radiversary. And uh, rumor has it she's trying to get him to do a lollipop on a pole match. Whether that will happen or not, I, uh, it's been unconfirmed. But we will see. All right, so with that being said, it is now time to bring on our Midnight Hobo Champion. She's going to have a busy weekend next weekend. Please welcome... Midnight Hobo Champion from Black Irish. From Black Irish. Maeve O'Hare. Welcome, Maeve. Well, hello there, Vacant. What's she doing poisoning boss man's food? I, I, no, no, mm, I would never do that. My Twinkie? You, you, you know, strangely enough, I think I'll pass. I mean, okay. Uh, but thanks, but no thanks. Um, but I, I will have my seat if it's available. Oh, hold on, wait. There you go. Thank you, Bob. Oh, yeah. <sighs> so, so uh, how are things? 
Things are good. How have you been keeping? Oh, you know, doing pretty good, pretty good. So, you know, you you, you get the clock ticking here on uh, Radiversary. Uh, how are you feeling about your match? Which one? Well, let's start with your defense first. All right. Um, I mean, like I said last week, it's uh, it's never an easy match going up against Tobo. And, you know, it kind of makes me look like the bad guy if I, you know, beat the shit out of the person who's going into the Hall of Fame. But, uh, you know, really? being that what they are. Well, aren't you sweet? <laughs> so, can I be heard now? Oh, oh, see, there he is. Okay. Yeah, I, I did better this time, boss man. I did better. I, I didn't you, find you it. You did. You did. Uh, so, uh, Maeve, I did hear what you were saying again. So, looking forward to your match against Hobo Ezekiel. Looking to continue your record uh, setting Midnight Hobo title reign. Uh, what's, what's I do? My thing. It's uh, what gives me life meaning or something like that. Um, <laughs> But no, I, I I do enjoy breaking records, and um, you know I like I like the Midnight Hobo title. I don't like the fact that they keep sending me these crates of Midnight Hobo. I'm like running out of room to turn them into furniture. I've got a couch and a, an ottoman, and um, wait, you you you're you're keeping all the Midnight Hobo that you're getting? Well, it says right on the crate, not for resale. It also says extremely flammable. Um, I mean, if you've got a better idea for what I can do with all these crates of something I'm not going to drink, then by I, all means. I bet, I bet you I know some people back home that might uh, have interest in those bottles. Well, you think so, lad? I, I mean, I've heard stories. And what exactly are you implying there? I, I'm just saying that, you know... Yeah. That the Russians aren't the only one who like highly flammable liquids in bottles. I mean, just about every culture's got the highly flammable liquor in a bottle. Let's see. What are you you incinerating there? What am I incinerating? Uh, I'm incinerating nothing. (laughs) I I don't think you should be incinerating anything else either, Maeve, with all that midnight hobo lying around. You may be incinerating the entire uh, town that you live in. Chicago, uh, Chicago doesn't need another fire. They had that big one a couple hundred years ago. That's just yes, true. Although I have a feeling that one might create a volcano similar to the one over in Iceland. But anyways, Iceland were built on a hell mouth. <laughs> uh, fun facts you learn from Mabel here. But um, so Maeve I'm here to help. Challenging once again for the Hatfield McCoy Championship, going up against Beast. You just can't. You two, I just can't. Can't be kept apart. This is like the fifth or sixth straight paper. I mean, if you if you'd thrown better challenges against me, then I wouldn't have won that tournament, and we wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> well, I'm sure the people that you fought in that tournament will be glad to hear that. But uh, I would be happy to talk to any one of them about it. They but, they 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 all they all tried hard and they all fell short. Um, I mean, would I like to get my hope my Hatfield McCoy title back? Sure. Like, I mean, I, I look kind of I look kind of chintzy out there sitting next to English when he's got like twenty seven belts and I've only got the one. You know. Uh huh. Okay. It's, it's, it, 
it, it's like here in the states when when your neighbor mows their their front garden, and then and then your front garden looks shabby even though it's not because it's not all nice and neat like your neighbor's. It's kind of like that. Well, good luck to you against both Hobo and Beast at Radiversary. A very busy night for you in the ring, but also at the podium. You will be inducting your good friend Lady Vex into the RAWF Hall of Fame, and I, I heard earlier that you were having a little writer's block, having a little problems coming up with some things to say at the this induction next Sunday. Have you have you worked that out yet? I mean, I've been working on it, but you know, I'm not I'm not like you. I don't just get out there and talk out my head all the time. It's not something I'm I'm skilled at as, as much. Um. I'm but, glad you said uh, I talk out my head and not talk out my ass, but thank you. I mean, I've never had a close look at your arse boss, man. I don't, I don't know what you do with it. You're lying, first of all. Second of all, uh, <laughs> you weren't supposed to mention that on air. What? Oh, sorry about that. Um, of course. Word to the wise ladies whose promises don't amount to I nothing. Hope- I hope you're looking forward to uh, inducting Vex next week. I'm looking forward to Vex being inducted. Is that the same thing? Yes. We'll go okay. with that. Absolutely. That. Uh, she's, she, she's more learned it, and I know that she's going to say she hasn't, um, and she's wrong, and she's not here tonight, so she can't tell me that I'm wrong. Uh, but, no, I'm looking forward to it. I were honored that she chose me, and... More than a little anxious because this time I'm not just representing myself; I'm representing the best friend. Um, I want to make sure that I do her justice. Uh, but I've been working on it, and I gave her a little preview, and she seemed to to like what I had so far. So hopefully, we're going in the right direction there. Well, you have eight days to get it all sorted out. Next Sunday in Cleveland, you'll be inducting Lady Vex into the RWF Hall of Fame. Let's talk a little about Black Irish now. It's going, undergone a bit of a change over the last couple of weeks. Uh, first of all, IKP injured and is out indefinitely and possibly career-ending at the hands of uh, the unsettled Chris Cage. But you did add, you did add a, a Irish icon. Talk to me about Marcus Conan. What do you want to know about him? His shoe size, where where he where he buys his trousers, what he likes for supper? Like, what what do you want to know? I mean, I kind of want to know what he likes for supper because you know I run a business where people eat. Uh, I would like to suggest that you put more potatoes on your menu. I literally have a potato stuffed burrito because of you. Do I need more? Yes. Okay. Potatoes are nutrient dense. And they are one of the reasons that folks were able to do other things than foraging for food all day because of the calorie deficit. Another fun fact for you. It does seem like, though, the Irish icon is taking up the mantle of black Irish and kind of wants to get a little payback for IKP because IKP can't get it at this moment. He wants, he wants the, the unsettled Chris Cage at Radiversary. So... I'm going to go I ahead. I think that's going to be a hell of a match, and you'd be smart to book it. It might even be better than you thought. Let's hear from Marcus Conan now uh, via, via Vokaroo.com. Chris. 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 
Chris Cage, you finally answered. You finally dragged yourself out of whichever hole you came from, sat yourself in some dingy backwards room, and you spoke your piece. And credit where it's due, Chris, you know how to set a tone. Nobody can tell you you're not who you say you are. You are a psychopath. A deranged individual. Doesn't care about the well-being of any competitor here. Just as likely to kill someone in the ring to simply beat them. So, I guess then that begs the question. Why? Why even attempt to stand up to such an individual? Why... Put your life on the line for something like revenge. Is fighting for IKP's honor really worth risking an entire career? Well, to anyone asking these questions, I say to you this. You don't really know Black Irish all that well, do you? More than that, you don't know how far back the Iceman and I go. See, I knew the IKP back when he was talking about his mama in the lion's den. I was there when he hauled me into early full-throttle wrestling. Our paths, on and off as it may have been, have been intertwined for a decade. A decade! And you question how far I would go for that man, the things I would put myself through, just to make sure Chris feels exactly... What IKP fell to the model, you question these things. I want to set the record straight here, Chris. A closet Black Irish member I am not. You can ask Maeve. You can ask Liam. I'm as Black Irish as them and I don't try to hide it. Now you make mention of cutting off the head of Black Irish with your actions. And again, to clear things up. Sure, the Iceman was a great spokesman, and an even greater wrestler, of course, but he's a leader as much as Liam is, as much as Maeve is, as Scythe and Kelly were, as much as I am. We are, all of us, leaders, Chris. And when you cut the head off of one of us, know that you're taking not the head of a mere snake. Oh, no, no. You're cutting the head off of a hydra. And much like a hydra, Chris, we come back. And we come back stronger. You say you will make me feel true suffering. You say you'll make me feel immeasurable pain. Now, I'm not going to be like those psychos, much like yourself, who say insane things like, Oh, I revel in the Pain, the sight of my own blood excites me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, Chris. I understand. I understand that to fight you is to put my body through pain that it hasn't felt before. I understand that this will be torturous for me. But if I can make you feel the destruction that you wrought upon my brother, the IKP, then all of this, the true suffering, 
the immeasurable pain. Damn, will it be worth it. Chris Cage, May 30th, anniversary. I will see you there. We will meet in the middle of the ring, and we will beat the living tar out of each other. You, you may enjoy it. I don't care. There is no enjoyment to be gained from this for me. I can't take back what you did to IKP. But I can damn well send you to join him in intensive care. At Radiversary, it'll be you and me in an ambulance match. And my advice, when I'm done brutalizing you out of necessity, not out of enjoyment, don't come back for your own sake. The icon knows what's good for you. Those are the words of the Irish icon, Marcus Conan. And uh, Maeve, anything to add to what Marcus had to say there? I mean, I think Marcus said just about everything that needs to be said. Um, just uh, put in a friendly reminder that just because the four of us are the ones you see are up in Black Irish don't mean that we're the only ones. And, uh, if I were the rest of the locker room, I'd keep my eyes peeled. Might be some surprises. All right. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a surprise. Did that make sense? No, but we'll pretend it did. All right. Do, I get, to, do I get to spin the wheelie thingy? Yes, you can spin the wheelie thingy. The wheelie thingy. The wheel... Spinning it now to see who you will face tomorrow. Oh, look at that. It'll be tomorrow on Superstars, Mave O'Hare to take on Killa Neptune. Hey, think you could wear him down a little bit for me uh, before Radiversary. I'd appreciate that. I'll I'll do do my best, but he's he's a slippery little bugger. But still, you know. But, you know, I'll, I'll do what I can. All right. So Mabel Hare taking on Killa Neptune tomorrow in Columbus. Thank you, Maeve. Elvacan, any last questions for uh, Maeve? I mean, questions? No. Well, yes. Uh, can you stay? I mean, I suppose that's up to Bossman. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Just quit looking at my arse. Nothing. Right. I'm pretty sure I don't ever look at your arse. Not you. I'm also pretty sure I don't know what an arse is. Oh, God, never mind. All right, <laughs> folks, we're going to take a quick song break. I'm going to wolf down a couple of Twinkies, and when we return, we'll be talking to the likes of the immortal Griffith, the first lady of anarchy, the cougar is here, Chris Sharpenstein is uh, hanging out, ready to talk to us for a few minutes. We'll be back in just a bit. Is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. 
Some upstart jobber or your everyday zero. As handsome as Pitt and as tough as De Niro. Try to block job me and I'll kick your rear. Love my golden hair. All the ladies are jealous of my golden hair. I love to run a brush through all my golden hair. You people wish you all had my golden hair. I said golden hair. I'm a weapon of mass destruction. You don't know. Oh, you will know, I destroy those who stand before me, now you know, so let's go, so all you bitches and you jobbers can go toe, I'm a dare style. LA style, boing, 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 I'm a dare style. LA style, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. Hey, Fuba City, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. Hey, Fuba City, boing, 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 eh, 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 eh. You all down to a place called Fubar City. It's where I am from, and believe me, it's not pretty. You don't get messed up because I'm on the committee, and we don't take pity. Hey, watch my hair. You people need to learn not to pull my golden hair. God damn it, Shifty, I said not to touch my golden hair. All the fans want a lock of my golden hair. Yes, my golden hair. I will quench your thirst for carnage like Gatorade. I'm renegade. And when it is all over, I will attain. I will reign. Till all you peons and you pansies feel the pain. I'm a dead star. LA style, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. LA style, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. Eh, Fuba City, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. Eh, Fuba City, boing, 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 eh, 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 eh. Back to the bone, but leave my hair alone. It takes forever just to get it to the perfect tone. Back to the bone, but leave my hair alone. Yes, I know it smells better than my cologne. That's what I'm saying. I'm a dead stop. Eh, Fuba City, boing, 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 I'm a dead style. Eh, Fuba City, boing, 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 eh, 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 eh. I'm a dead star. Sorry. You're good? How many of those do you... You know, I, I only got you one box. You don't need to eat them all tonight. Uh, I think I got one left in here. But anyways, 
You are not sleeping tonight, sir. I'm fine. What are you talking about? That's a lot of sugar. <sighs> well, I'm... <laughs> so it is. <sighs> All right. Anywho, next up, ladies and gentlemen, he is the world heavyweight champion, along with several other championships to his name. Let's bring on... Ladies and gentlemen, wow, that's quite the bandolier you have, sir, for RAWF championships. Uh, you like? Including- I had to figure out a way to way to carry him, so I just figured this this seemed the most you know economical way. Well, and only two of those titles will be on the line at Radiversary, but they are probably uh, that we know your two. That we you your two favorites. That's true. Someone could possibly win the gauntlet before Radiversary. Unlikely, but you know, uh, at least those two, the men's and the world heavyweight championship, will be on the line now. Uh, I forgot to do a report on who won um, the Biatch of the Month, which of course was the Cougar. We'll talk to her in just a little bit about that. But right now, as of press time, it is you versus Knox Boogie in the finals of the Arsenal of the Month. And of course, if you win that match, you as men's champion, you will then be able to choose your opponent for Radiversary out of anybody that was in the tournament. It will be, I believe, the third such time you've done so during this reign as men's champion, if that does happen. So, but to do so, you have to get by Knox Boogie. Talk to me about Knox, because if he were to beat you in the finals, then you would have to face him next week at Radiversary. I mean, what's what's there to say about Knox? Look, I mean, the, the the man's been world champion around here. Obviously, you know, I can't sit here and say, oh, this this guy's a jobber. He's a curtain jerker. He, he doesn't stand a chance. Like he, he he's literally been world champion. So, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a world champion. Obviously, he's a threat. You know, now even his own stablemate has kind of pointed out that he's he's slacked off over the last couple years, and he's not quite the competitor he once was, but. It seems that a little fire has been lit, in, lit back underneath them. So we'll see how uh, 
we'll see how well done he is. You know, see if he's uh, if he's getting back to his old former glory. Because he'll need to be to get past me. It would be a tremendous match between two R.A.W.M.O. famers for the men's title at Radiversary if Knox were to somehow beat you in the finals. However, if you win the RSO of the month, as you know, you get to choose your opponent. Any early thoughts on who that could be, not to get too far ahead of yourself? Uh, no, no. See, you know, when it, it, the other times where I, I've done this, you know, I, I like to give people a chance to sell themselves, let them make the decision for me. Not sure I'm going to have enough time for that. Uh, so, you know, I got, I'll have to make a decision. I'll have to make a decision. Honestly, it'll probably go to someone, you know, it'll, it'll, if I have to make a choice, it's just going to go to someone who just has impressed me in some other way. Okay. Well, I like that. It would be very interesting to see who you choose were you to win the, the RSL. I mean, I admit there, there's, a, there's a short list. Like off the top of my head, there's a short list of people that I, that I, you know, I think are up-and-comers and that have been pretty impressive. Um, you know, I, I, think, uh, I think Hawkster would be on that list. I think Chaz would be on that list. I think, uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Chris Cage would be on that list. Um, hmm, who else would be on that list? I'm just again, just just spitballing off the top of my head, you know. Um, Big Greg might be on that list. You know, he's he's come back, like I said, you know, as a uh, big boy over here said, he's come back with with some heat behind him. So you know, he he might make that list. You know, it's you know, I keep my eye on what's going on around here. Okay, well, <clears throat> just. If it happens, I'm hopeful. Hopefully, you'll let me know ASAP who you've chosen, because you know need to know ahead of time. Uh, so now let's talk about the world title defense against Simply the Best, who right now is on the longest winning streak uh, it, currently in RAWF as far as rankings matches go. He has been uh, a terror over the last couple of months, including winning the Fubar City Championship from IKP at Immortal Eight. Uh, have you been keeping a close eye on Simply the Best and what he's been up to? Uh, I have, obviously. You know, I, I'd mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago when we knew who the contenders were potentially to be uh, that, you know, obviously I'd have to do my homework on Simply the Best. Uh, I've, I've been doing that. And, uh, hmm. You know, I, I got to say, yeah, he's been pretty impressive of late. Uh, I, I, I don't know that I'm as threatened by him as I would be by Mithras, to be honest. Uh, but we shall see, obviously. Uh, I mean, we have a week. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, he's, he's good. I'm not going to sit here and say he's not good. He, he, he's, he's good. There's a reason he's in the position he's in. There's a reason he's currently ranked number one. You know, he, he's, he's currently on a pretty good win streak. Uh, but I, you know, I kind of look at you know, other than Mithras, and, and we kind of all saw how that match went. Um, other than Mithras, I'm, I'm not going to say he ha- he's had a really particularly hard road. Uh, you know, he's 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 faced some people that uh, you know, if if you had to place money on, you, obviously you're going to bet on him. You know, like it's 
you know, it's not like he it's not like he sat here and went through like Paragon and Knox and Frank. Well, cause they, so he didn't have to go through the Brotherhood to get to the position he's in, is what I'm saying. Well, that's it, it's fair. You can you can evaluate it like that, but you can also, you know, there's a lot of people that go on winning streaks, but yeah, I don't know. It it I think right now he may be. I mean, he's obviously the hottest wrestler in RAWF, and we at Radiversary. He, I mean, what is your concern level? One to ten. Seven. That's fair. I, I, I mean, look, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm. I, I got to be at least a seven, right? I mean, the guy, the guy got here. He got here. It's for mm-hmm. the world title, and you don't, you don't, you don't trip and fall into the main event at Radiversary. This is true. This is very true. Not to I mean, mention you don't maybe trip, love you don't hurt, trip. but not not Radiversary. <laughs> uh, that's true. He is the reigning Fubar City champion. Could also win the Powerball Championship from Power Shake, Papa Shaker. Uh, could be a very interesting evening for simply the best. But and I'm certainly thinking the biggest match of his RAWF career comes up against you for the World Heavyweight Championship at Radiversary. So. Good luck to you against STB and whoever you face for the men's championship. Now let's talk about one week from tonight when you become one of three people, the first tag member of the first tag team ever inducted into the RAWF Hall of Fame, Apex. <laughs> one week from tonight, you'll be getting a second ring to go with your first one and your five titles. You could really be weighed down by the time uh, Radiversary is over. Just do me a favor. Make make sure that ring is reinforced, kind of like this one is, because you know, I I really wouldn't want to hurt it when I when I when I imprint those two REWF logos on you know simply the best forehead. <laughs> Wait, you wear your rings to the ring? Of course I do. Yeah. Have you never noticed how many people walk around here walk around here with like an inverted REWF logo on them? No. I... You just thought that you just thought that was like some fashion statement. I did. I thought they all just really liked R.A.W.F. I thought it was like one of them temporary tattoos or something. I mean, it is, sort of. That's a good point. But there's only one way to get it. Have a match with me. But, that being said, you'll be going into, be one of three people along with Judgment and Morgan Nightwalker getting into the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame for a second time. Tell me what that means to you. <laughs> I mean, you keep asking me this, and I keep telling you, um, like it—it's—it's it, it's everything, you know. Like I—I—I I, I don't. I'm not in this industry for the money. I'm not in. Just in I'm not in this industry for the fame, right? Uh, it's, I, I've had plenty of both. I've—I've I've, I've won and lost more of each of those categories than any one of these people could understand. Um, the it, 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 I'm in this industry to test myself, right? Every everything I do here, hell, everything I do everywhere is is just me trying to improve me, me trying to put myself in situations where I have to be get, become better. Um, and the first time I got brought into the RAWF Hall of Fame as the very first member, I, uh, you know, I, I kind of had to stop and go. 
maybe, maybe I'm there. Maybe, maybe, maybe I have, you know, done what I was here to do. You know, I, I, I excelled, I became the best of the best. Um, and that was a symbol of it. Um, now, obviously, you know, the industry, as, as people reach new heights, other people strive for those heights in the industry. That's how the industry grows and gets better. And that's exactly what's happened here in RAWF. Uh, myself and the other Alpha class members, uh, we raised that bar here in RAWF. And, you know, look, the, the, all, the, all the beta class members, they saw that bar and they, they reached for it and they got there. Um, you know, and then and that keeps going forward. You know, every, every time we bring in a new class, that bar for the entire company goes up and up and up. And so to be, to be told that work I did, you know, and this is, this is not new stuff. I mean, we, I haven't been a part of Apex in years, uh, but to be told that the work we did as a team, as a unit, still meets this bar, the bar that, we, that we've set in REWF now, uh, it, it's an honor. Like, how do, how, do, how do I put that in words? It's just... Yeah, it's it. I'd say it's humbling, but you've met me and you know that's not true. Yeah, that that's never gonna happen. But anyways, uh, and I think it's important that a tag team finally goes into the RWF Hall of Fame because I think it's going to amp up the competition in the tag team division as well. So um, something you haven't been a part of for a very long time. Do you miss it at all? So I've intentionally stayed as a tag team's for a while now um there are there are a couple people who've, who've tried to bring me back in and I've, I've considered it there's actually someone right now trying to get me to go back in and i have to admit it's an interesting prospect uh but you know sometimes you just have to you have to accept that you did something well enough right like you did you know i i don't i don't know that i can ever reproduce what Apex was and, and the magic it had, right? Um, and, you know, I mean, on one hand, there's the thing is you never know until you try, but the other thing is, is, you know, do you, do, do you, do you try to improve on perfection? Like, you know, sometimes the answer is, you know, go out when you're on top kind of a scenario. So I don't know. I, I'm pretty, I'll be honest, I'm torn about it. So what are you eating? Uh, oh God, God you really are eating a box of Twinkies. Did you eat an entire box of Twinkies tonight? <clears throat> Maybe. I... Oh God. I. No, no, never mind. I, you know what? I don't have to be there later when that sugar high hits. I don't have to be there. I'm, I don't care. It's fine. Go, yeah. I'm glad you're happy. Well, Griff, good luck to you, and uh, we will talk. To, we will see you one week from tonight. You and Mordrin and Judgment all going into the RAWF Hall of Fame for a second time as Apex. Just, just gonna pop. You, you see, you see your leg going right. Like you, you see what you're doing. What? I'm fine. You do not I'm normally bounce your leg like that. I'm fine. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm gonna really. I'm gonna I'm go. Fine. I'm on it. Okay. Have a good night. Talk to you later.
he's he's right. You're also getting a little high pitched, Mus. I am not. <clears throat> Anyways, let's bring on. You know, I can get more of those. Can really? Because oh, this was my last geez. one. Can you? Okay. Don't tell anybody that that you're going to get me some. Okay. I, I would. And I would never tell anyone at all. Okay. Good. Just while while you while you while you get that, I'll bring on uh, uh, the first lady of anarchy. She has an opportunity to add to her already record-setting amount of time holding the estrogen title. She gets an opportunity to face wildfire for it at Radiversary. Let's talk to... (laughs) (laughs) What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. The first lady of anarchy. She's the cougar. Cougs. Uh, hey, Ellie. Uh, hey, vacant. Um, Ellie. Give me a hug. No. No, that that's not been. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Come on. Um, okay. Well, I have a question because you know your your Ooh, voice I sounds. A... I I, may, I I have an answer. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Did I kick you in the testicular fortitude, and that's why your voice is high? <laughs> she is so funny. <laughs> oh, Might so be my fault. Uh, that wasn't an answer. That was a statement, so I, I still need the answer. I, what? What was yeah. the question? Never Did mind. Let's we'll talk about the, it. Uh-uh. I need an answer to my question. Who knows? I'm you really worried did. about that you, high voice. I'm not, I'm not talking in a high voice. Uh, yeah, you're making my ears hurt. Okay. And normally it's just the shotgun that does that. Is, is this better? Can you understand? I mean, Wolfie's out in the audience he's tilting his head every time you talk. Okay. <laughs> okay. That means he's so, a puppy. So, Coogs. Yeah. First of all, let's talk about your GM divisions. How are things going in the Anything uh, Goes Anything goes, we will be starting their next match as soon as everybody finishes the one they are currently on, and they will be going into a one second Roman Greco Roman match. What that is is they can only use the body slam, the hip toss, and moves from the holds category. The last move before a pin must be from must be a submission, and there is no defense allowed. Do they also I have to be naked? Because Greco Roman. Well, you know, <clears throat> that's their choice. What what is what is Geico Roman? Isn't that like a car insurance company? Yes. Yeah, the lizard's in charge. Oh. 
Anyways. <laughs> yeah. And how, how about the high voltage invitation? Uh, we still have a lot of matches that have not completed, so I do not have anybody that's standing out in the front yet. And I will be starting the final matches either tonight or tomorrow night. Awesome. Awesome. And, of course, the current White Lightning champion is, is, is oh, 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 I know this. Wolfie. 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 Okay, so. Um, did you need all this sugar because you missed me so much? What's it? What? Well, the sugar high thing. I mean, I haven't been here in a few weeks, so I thought maybe you missed me and were trying to replace me with sugar. Oh. Well, I mean, you are pretty sweet. Oh, no, I'm salty. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Not touching that. <laughs> Mm-mm. 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 Nope, I know better. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. hold on a second. I gotta oh, throw my I gotta ra- oh, throw my wrappers away. No, I didn't find another one. I, but ooh, there might be some in Are the you fridge. Pregnant? No. Anywho. Coogs challenging, challenging wildfire for the estrogen title that you know better than any other lady in RAWF history at Radiversary. One year after becoming a member of the Hall of Fame yourself, uh, you now get a chance to add to your legacy even more. Talk to me about facing the wildfire for the estrogen title. I will be honest. Um, I didn't realize she was the one holding the estrogen title at the time that I won the tournament. So when I saw she was, I got a little more excited because instead of just two redheads in the ring or, you know, a redhead and a hot redhead, you get two hot redheads in the ring this time. Easy, Elvigan. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw you get excited just at the thought of that. <laughs> I, I, I mean... Yeah. Am I wrong? Nope. Not at all. No. no. I mean. Well, I mean, you might be, but if you are, I don't want you to be right. (laughs) Wildfire and I have had our differences. However, when we get in that ring, we give 110%, both of us. So those matches are always amazing matches. I do love it when the redhead gives it all she has. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, it has a mind of its own sometimes now. I, I understand that feeling. <laughs> Why? Is that how your knee is? We'll go with knee, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> well, Coops, anything else you'd like to talk about? This, this I, is- I do have a question for Ms. Maeve. Is she ready for me? A, a, a question for me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, See, oh, I'll, I'll do what I can. Speaking of redheads. <laughs> hot redheads. Come on now. There's two groups of redheads. I, I thought I said hot that. Hot redheads and redheads. Come on now. Anyway, um, you know, you were saying stuff about 
always coming up against beasts and all this. And I have to wonder if there's something going on there that you guys aren't telling us. Because if I didn't want to come up against somebody, I certainly wouldn't join the division or tournament that I know I could end up facing them at. So, something going on we don't know about? Are you implying something, Law? Oh, I thought I said it out loud, kind of, sort of, you know, saying that you shouldn't join something if you don't want to face somebody, you know. I never said I didn't want to face Beast. I, I said you said that you I were tired of facing him. I, I said that I were tired of facing him. I didn't say I wouldn't do it again. But you were tired of facing him. If you're tired of something, why do you continue to do it? Because I'm stubborn and spiteful, usually. <laughs> I mean, at least he's honest. My beast. I'm not spiteful to Beastie. Beastie knows that I like him. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, wait, you like him, hmm? I don't dislike him. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'm taking my notes. All right. You, you take your notes then, Lass. Bacon, do you, right. idea, Bacon do you have any idea what's going on here? Because I'm very confused. I, I think she's I, I playing matchmaker. So I don't do that. I was going to say, let me save you some time, Beastie. Don't take the boxes. All right. All right. Um, Pretty sure, because I've heard him talk. <laughs> Anyways, moving along. Thank you, Coogs. And uh, good luck to you against Wildfire next week at Radiversary. Let's see if she... I believe it will be a make you a four-time estrogen champion if you beat Wildfire. Is that correct? I believe so, yes. I believe you are correct. Which will, of course, be another record that the Cougar would hold uh, here in RAWF. So, all right. Thank you, Coogs. Have Appreciate. a good night. Sure you don't want to hug? No. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. Can I have a hug? I didn't I have a lot of sugar. Well, sure, I'll give you a hug. Not you. I'd just like to point out that Boss Runs never wants uh, offered to hug me. Would you want a hug? I would love a hug. Oh, okay. Come on. Ah, what's God, come on. Wait, get her off my lap oh, for God. And this is why I didn't want a hug. All right. Thank you, ladies. All right. Next up, uh, what's his name? Oh, oh, yeah. Chris Sherpenstein joins us now on After Hours. As soon as I bring the window. There we go. The Atheist Wall. Chris Sherpenstein now joining us. Chris, good evening. Well, good evening to you. Good evening to you two. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm pretty good, actually. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. So, challenge, a challenge was made between for you and Mark Caliber. You'll be facing off in a Pandora's Box of Fun match at Radiversary. Now, Mark has a little bit of experience, be it, albeit it was a loss in this particular match, just... Uh, 13 months ago, but yet he still has the experience over you in this Pandora's Box of Fun match. Tell me what you're trying to accomplish in this match, and why Mark Caliber? Well, it could be anybody, really. But it started all the way back in Immortal. Of course, 
Caliber and I have gone way back, of course, after the rematch, I've noticed the challenge has been accepted by me. As a hardcore wrestler, well, I do have a tendency of bringing weapons within the match. And of course, Mark is no pushover. That I'll give him credit for. Of course, it did start off with the challenge in that six-person tag match within a few weeks ago, which I've aligned myself with the hackers from the void. I mean, sure, it ended with Zyber being put through a table, but let's just say it's more of a retribution thing. And not that kind of retribution either, so. Uh, well, good luck to you. It should be a hell of a match. Mark Caliber, of course, uh, a mainstay here in RWF for a long time. Uh, talk to oh, me yeah. about Ava Ava Daly. She's your manager, correct? She's 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 of course. she's she's, she's kind of cute. She's not. Well, talk talk to me about what she does for your you and your career. Uh, family show. Well, I started. I just ate, 12, I, I just ate I started a long time ago. Of course. Oh yes, I've start. Technically, I started a long time ago. We go way back, actually, to the days of Bayham Leverage. At first, I was hostile because the whole interviewer wrestler blah blah thing. Then we got attached, and we opened the Mojave Desert Wrestling, recruiting people. Now she's come back, and of course, I'm starting to become more hostile to everyone, because no more Mr. Nice Atheist. You get that point. Okay. Nice. So, talk. Tell me what you plan to accomplish against Mark Caliber at Radiversary. In this, what what is it you want to do? What what is your goal here? Well, my goal is destruction, and I have done it multiple times everywhere I went. Sure enough. I have driven someone into a cinder block not too long ago, but putting him on injury reserve elsewhere. And I figured that since I'm being on the FUBAR championship first, that I would participate in hardcore matches regardless of the record as a promise is made, that I will make sure tech, well, neither one of us will walk out in one piece. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds like it's going to mm-hmm. be a hell of a match between you and Marcus Caliber 
It is will be a Pandora's box of fun match. Box of right. Box of fun match. I said that right. All right. Okay. Thank you, Chris, for your for your wise words. Things things that, is, um, that we will think about think about for a long, long time, I promise you. <laughs> yeah. All righty. So we got about 11 minutes left to go in the program. We'll go ahead and get promotion segments out of the way. Uh, Paragon, would you like to start? Paragon. I, I, I would if I could find my unmute button. Actually, yeah, uh, that's a the being able to not find my mute button is a perfect example of actually what I wanted to advertise tonight. Uh, everybody out there in the chat or everybody that listens to the show on a replay, um, what I want to advertise is RAWF After Hours itself. Uh, call in, you'll have a good time, and it's really special because of things like this. Tonight, it might sound like a bit of a joke because of on this particular evening, three or four different times, I was uh, in a bit of a deep water situation where I had to think on my feet, and I've got to say uh, – that may seem daunting. It may seem like a nerve-wracking thing to a lot of people out there, but there is nothing like the experience of being able to call in every week, uh, hone your skills, be able to talk on this show, and uh, really get get your uh, public speaking legs underneath you. I, I can tell you when I joined RAWF, I was a very nervous person. I didn't think that I was going to be able to do it. I had no confidence in my ability to speak publicly. Because of this show, I've progressed so much that I can put myself into almost any situation. I can improv myself out of it. I'm confident when there's a situation that comes up that may be unexpected. And it's not only improved my personal life outside of the ring, it's improved my game inside the ring because there's no greater motivator to up your game inside the ring than once you've talked a big game and you know that it's time to back it up. So anybody out there that may be nervous, maybe um, wondering if you can call into this radio show and if you can actually do it, hey, it may be a little bit slow going at the start, but it is always going to be worth the experience in the end. Bravo. 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 Here, here you go. Here you go, Perry. i have a Twinkie. You know what? I will take that Twinkie, sir. There you go. All right. Oh, dig in. All right. Great. Uh, uh, Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? I'd like to promote After Hours as well, and I'd like to assure everyone that the only reason more Corco gets put in those situations is because we all find it highly amusing when he gets flustered. Um, but we generally don't do that to first-timers. Um, generally. So, generally. So uh, feel free to... Come on to After Hours and pop your charity if you haven't already. Oh, very good, Maeve. Here, have a Twinkie. I'm not touching that. It's good. Okay, fine. Uh, Elvaka, what would you like to promote tonight? Well, uh, funny enough, uh, there's a new menu item for limited time at the taco truck. The, uh, the Twinkadeus. Uh, it is a battered and deep fried Twinkie uh, covered Ooh. in hot sauce. What? I'll see. Why do you think I had an extra box of Twinkies? I'll be right back. Uh, sure, I don't know who is next. Uh, 
Mason, who's next? I think it would be Judge if he's got anything to say. Judgment, do you you have anything to promote? Judge? Judge? Judgment? No, muted, 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 muted. You're not muted anymore. I'm unmuted now. Yes, I'm going to promote um, anniversary. get out here and, and, and get in it, get involved, and get some other people in there, and you guys talk in your matches. Talk, talk, talk. That's what I'm going to promote. Mm. You, heard, you heard it here first, folks. Judge wants people to use their mouths more. Yeah, I like to oh. use my mouth. Well, oh, like my God. Mm. Hey, you know those... those Don't those, use your mouth on Boston when he's on the air, for fuck's sake. The, 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 those are made by spermicide, by the mm. way. Mm. I don't care. This is good. Mm. Mm. They're usually pretty good when we make them fresh. Mm. See, I told you uh-huh. the, the, the hot sauce adds a little something to it, doesn't it? Yeah. So, whose turn is it? Judges, judges. Uh, I, I think I think the line is the last, last but not least, the immortal Griffith. Yes. The last line is not the longest, but it's the shortest. Last but not least. Oh, God, that's so good. The immortal Griffith. (laughs) That's good. Well, to go on the theme, I guess, and for those of you who don't want to necessarily get your feet wet by jumping live on air, we also have Bocaroo.com, and you've heard multiple people use that throughout the the history of this show of of, of late. Uh, For those of you who are afraid to come on live or want to be able to kind of Make sure you manicure what your, your your promo before you, before you subject yourself to the craziness that is some of these people. Uh, also, for those of you you know who their schedules just don't allow them to make the show, but we highly recommend that you participate. It's fun. It builds stories. It builds character in more ways than one, and it helps you get better. Come play with us. Come on, come play. It's fun. Trust me. Great. Chris, that was beautiful. Have a Twinkie. Have two. Uh, sure. How many did you buy? I bought four of them at the truck. You bought all of them. I didn't. I, that's all they had time to make me. Mm. Oh, oh, by the way, I didn't get to spin the wheelie thingy. Oh, well, we can't go without you spinning the wheelie well, thingy. Spin the wheel. Who does that? Oh, ah, you'll be taking on Nightcrawler tomorrow, Griff. Mm, Nightcrawler. Well, thank you. All right. Judge, you want to spill the wingy thing? Yeah, don't spill the winning thing, and I got one more thing to say. Oh, hurry up. All right, you think, say what you want, then I'll tell you who you're facing. Everyone have a great holiday coming up, and be safe, and enjoy your Memorial Day coming up this weekend, next weekend. Enjoy yourself. The heck holiday is he talking about? <laughs> Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Oh, oh, right, right. Judgment. 
Yes. Guess who you're facing tomorrow? Guess, 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 guess. Guess, guess who I'm facing tomorrow? Uh, you're wrong. Lady Bex. It, you're wrong. It's Jerrica Page. Have fun with that. Oh, what? Bring a book. Oh, God. I really, I don't even have to show up. I'm going to just walk down to the ring and sign my name to the paper, and I walk out, and I'm very white. Coogs, would you like to know who you're facing tomorrow? Oh, there's someone okay. Yeah, Coogs, 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 Coogs. Spin. So... I'll spin for Coogs. She's nice. I'm here. Oh, okay. She's cute. You spin like a girl. You do? You're taking on Leah Moshana see tomorrow at Superstars. Have fun with that. Oh, cool. Uh, Chris Sharpenstein. Yeah. quick, we only got two. Would you like to spin the wheel and see who you, you face tomorrow on Superstars? Sure. <laughs> All right. You take on Devilson. Ooh. I'm done with that. That is your opponent tomorrow on Superstars. All right, other matchups, good, some other pretty good matchups tomorrow on Superstars include uh, Kane the Governor taking on Johnny Blaze, both of them in the top 25. Lady Vex taking on the unsettled Chris Cage. That ought to be interesting. Uh, Hotshot Chaz Preston taking on Strangleheart. Denunzio taking on Rattlesnake Ron. Belt Collector takes on Boney. Uh, Denzel the Giant versus Hobo Ezekiel. Teflon Sheik versus Kayla the Governess. Uh, Papa Shaker takes on. That was pretty good. Can I ask, can, can I ask you for for a couple of matches, Boltzmann? What? Who? Who? What? 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 Uh, where? Uh, Marcus Conan. Who's he facing? Aaron McFadden. Oh, all right, and uh, just sheer morbid curiosity. Uh, who's a uh, I don't know, Mancunian maniac facing? Spade. Oh, all right, interesting. All right. Any more? Anyone else? Going once. Going twice. All right, folks. What about Razor? He's out there. Oh, Razor, Razor, Razor! I had him. He takes on Wildfire. Wildfire. DFA also wants to know who she's facing tomorrow, Bossman. Uh, Hold on. It's all written down here. Who's that? Uh, Cassie Joe. Cassie Joe. That'll be her opponent tomorrow. And just so everyone knows one last thing, I'm going to look to get back into the tag scene. I'm going to go into the tag scene, and I'm going to put my name in, and I'm going to be looking for a tag partner. So if anybody's interested, come get me in the tag scene. All right. So, Elvacus, I believe we're in the after party, so never mind. We're in after party. Very good but show. Very good show. After show. Crypto Jesus wants us all to eat more meat. 
Uh, we'll see you all later. This has been about, you know, I'm glad to know she likes the sausage, but I figured that was interesting. <laughs> this has been R.A.W. Master Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, motherfucker.